Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 188. Thank you for joining us tonight. So, thanks. Thanks out of the way, super quick, to Pam and Michelle from the Pointed Drink Adventure. Thank you for joining us last week. You guys are great as always. Always enjoy talking to them. Make sure to check out their podcast. And speaking of podcasts, Brian over here did a little guest spot on the podcast. Yeah, had a great time on Drunk Friends with Trav and Alex. And you know what? 1998, I got super nostalgic for it. Two minutes in, more handsome part of the team. Two minutes in. <laughs> Real nice. Don't think I didn't listen. I listened. Jim, why does that seem to happen on a few different podcasts? As I heard it, I went, motherfucker. I know. I know. But still. I know. Jim, you're the fluffy one. Don't you? <laughs> no, those guys are great. Yep. If, you're, if you haven't already listened to the episode, we have the link below. But if you're not subscribed to them, you really need to. I'm sure you know about SNES and NES Drunk. But check those guys out. Their podcast is great. I can't wait to hear 1999 because I believe that's Pam. Oh, is it? I'm pretty sure it is. So, nice. yeah. No, great, great times. But Yeah, Jake, that was a good episode. A lot of nostalgia in there. Yeah, no, it's a ton of fun. Brian, for the love of Christ. Go on. Where are you at in Ocarina of Time? Because I heard you talk about it on oh, there, I, I and be, you're like, I'm not up to the Water Temple yet. Basically, I cut that off once we were finishing, and as this video is recorded, we just got done two reviews. I basically shifted all focus on patreon games patreon games so Fair. yeah so i've done the same basically that, I, I i've accepted my resolution list there's three that three or four that will not be finished that will be played casually through the end of the year into next year i'm gonna beat it because i started it but uh as i said on that podcast that game just it's not doing anything for me yet i'm just going through the motions like all right is it gonna get really great i don't think it's gonna get really great well, we will see. Yeah, but no, it, it was like I said, great, great time on there. But uh, Chambers, yeah. So we've been uh, we've been hitting it up with the guests. Finally, yep. back together. Um, Yay! I think one of the real goals next year is going to be able to try to do it like this. We've done a few. You know, even when we have guests on, when we're together, it just requires us to wear headphones. It gets a little janky. It's one of those things where... Guest is way easier remote. It's it's definitely yeah. easier, but like I said, if we can consistently do it, because it is, it is more fun getting together. But, uh, Jambers, what have you been up to since last week? Well, I guess before we hit up with that, what are we drinking tonight? Should we show the folks what we started with tonight? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we Speaking of Patreon games, we just recorded the reviews for Lady in a Leotard with a Gun and for XCOM 2. So, uh, actually, the Spider-Man review should be coming soon. Sorry that's taking so long, but... It'll be out the, at the end of this week. Uh, it's another one. As you can tell... Did, did you have to put the Crush one up here, too? I mean, I don't even know where your other Miller Light is. I don't know either. Oh, it's over here. Um, here's the deal. So as we said, when we do the reviews now, especially for Patreon, we both feel like a sense of like, number one, we get, we do as much of the game, hundred percenting it, if not a little further, we, they're a lot longer in most cases. Lady and Leotard might not be so long because there's not much to that game. I think the review is probably going to be equal to how long it takes to beat the game. It might be. But it, but it's one of those deals where, yeah, we put a lot more time. If we were doing basic reviews... They'd be churned out a lot faster, but since you guys are requesting it, we are trying to make sure we capture everything, don't fuck up the editing. So it's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, put a little more time into it. Yep. 
but we appreciate you guys. But when doing those reviews, before we tap in a good beer, we started with Lucky Streak, moved on to Miller Lite, but what are we drinking now, Chambers? Right, we're, we're drinking the... It's like a meme for our show, goddammit. Mm-hmm. It's been for years. It's old reliable. It's fucking Christmas season. We are <sighs> drinking Trogue's Mad Elf. The one and only, the classic. For a lot of people, this is we've for a lot of people we've introduced this to. This is like a gateway drug for people for craft beer. I feel like it was. I mean, for us, we've said many times. I think ours was Golden Monkey, that and and um, Lining Kugel. Yeah, if you yeah. To. But like this, yeah. When you have this the first time, I don't think I've ever introduced this to somebody who likes beer at Christmas time, and then they hated it. Yeah, I've, I've I, almost every reaction I've ever had is someone going, "Wow." Yeah, whether it's wow, that's interesting, or wow, that's really good. It's always got it, it has a wow factor to it. Well, shit, Juan, that is the booziness. Juan decided to buy a case when it's like eighty dollars a case for these things. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, this beer it never disappoints. I will say, I was with somebody two weeks ago. They were drinking it out of the can, and I still argue the glass is so much better than the can. Glass is better, but it's just, like just in general. Yeah, it it, it is fine you now the can, but yeah, like. If you're going to try it for the first time, I just ask, try it glass first before you go to can, because maybe the can turns you off just a little bit. And it's really rare to find it, but you get it out of a tap. It's a whole little thing in oh, its own. Yeah. yeah, certain places, especially, I guess, outside of PA, I doubt they'd be as heavy doing that. But man, out of the tap, cool. Mm-hmm. Another level. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, this beer is uh, it's a heavy boy. Oh, yeah. But it's goddamn worth it on these winter nights. Oh, yeah. 11% holiday ale brewed with cherries and honey. Short, sweet, to the point. Yeah. But, Jamers, since since last week, we're both now uh, completed our level 50 clubs. Journey's over. Now, I, I as of today, it's still updated, and Lucas is still like... He's at like 130 or something I insane. I think he might even be 140s at this point. And then Cal Keg is is high up there. And then I, it's like me, you, and I think one other person. But here's the deal. Well, Blade's close. Uh, I know Matt Blade from Not Human away, Consumption, yep. he's been over. A couple people like Big Hat Paul and some others have been over. So Now, here's the deal. At the beginning of the year, I mean, I think there was that like, oh, you have the momentum. And then as the year went on and we also had these reviews we had to do, there was a sense of like, I'll get to 50. And then after that, like, I know I took my foot off the gas. Like, I was like, let me play games I can more like Call of Duty or Dead by Day. Like, games I just fuck around. Fallout 76. Um, it's not beatable games. They're just, okay, I got to 50. Yeah. Do you think looking back so far, and I know we're not done, you may still beat some more. Yeah, we're going to do our wrap up at the end of the year, too. But is 50 a good number or is it a little too ambitious? If we try and do this again next year, I don't think I'm hitting it, to be honest with you. It, like, you know, it it depends on your situation. Like, yeah. we both have wives and kids, so we've got time-eating shit going on in our real life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, I did a lot of shorter games to hit my 50, too. Now, I have a, I have a fuckload of indie games I could still hit, too, to do the same yeah. thing. But I also want to... I'm also getting my resolution list for next year together, yep. and I have some long boys on there. So, like, I was able to kill all my resolution games this year, but it was like... Half and half, long and short. So, so I, I, you know, I, it's funny. I was thinking about next year. It's like, yeah, I don't want to just do level fifty again. And I also want to like go back to doing some side content for the page. Like oh, there, yeah. there's stuff I owe people <laughs> that I never had the time to get around to because I'm like, fuck, I got to be fifty games. Fuck, yeah. I got to do these Patreon yeah, that, reviews. That was so. in the back of our minds. But no, it's funny. Like I was thinking, 
doing the level 50 for me was always like I wanted to try to clear some of my back catalog. And so far, and, and we will do a wrap-up before the end of the year. Like, we'll really dive deep. I did that. I covered a lot of games that I really wanted to. But I think I even want to take that step further where it's like next year. I still fell under the thing of, like, if a game was cheap on Steam or Xbox, I'd buy it. I want to at least do a thing. It's like, if I don't beat at least three of my backlog games, I'm not buying a new game. Yeah. All right. Just to, like, clear my inventory, if you will. Yeah. But the other thing, and this came up when we were talking about XCOM. (laughs) Hashtag beat the backlog. Yeah. Could be the gimmick. BTB. Ooh. Um, But here's the deal. The other thing, you brought up uh, War of the Chosen from XCOM 2. Uh Uh-huh. I have so many games with some amazing DLC that I've never gotten to because they're really, like, think Fallout 4, Fallout, I mean, I did all the New Vegas, but did you ever do the New Vegas DLC? No. Tons of games like that, that I have Game of the Year editions. I just beat the base game and I said, okay, that was 100 hours. I'm done. Yeah. I almost want to go back and be like, make it a year of like, go through the DLCs of the games I have to continue clearing that backlog. Dude, War of the Chosen is so fucking involved. It's oh, insane. Yeah. That's what I mean, though. Like, it's it's shit like that where it's like, I need enough time away from the game. Like, if I do that game, it's not going to be till summer or, or fall next year. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of games I have where I go, I have this great DLC, Far Cry 3. Did you ever play that? No, I need to. I have the collection with that comes with Blood Dragon. The, I still yeah. want to play Blood Dragon. So, Far Cry Three is an amazing, amazing game. Actually, all the Far Cries are great. But yeah, Blood Dragon, I have it, just haven't played it. So, I'm thinking along those lines, and I'm thinking, yeah, clear the backlog, not focus on the number. Just instead of buy being buying a new game, let me just get through that. Yeah, yeah, not a bad idea there. Might need to do it myself. I was going to ask you. Speaking of new games. Are you interested at all, now that you're Mr. Tactical Turn-Based? Yes, fucking Marvel? Yes. Yes, I Midnight do want to play it. The, the second I heard it was the XCOM people and it's tactical, I was like, I want to buy it now. Because when I first heard about it, I was like, ah, Marvel game, I don't fucking care. But now that I hear it's Firaxis with another tactical game, I'm like, yes, yes, please. So basically, everyone who's reviewed so far is like, it's basically XCOM it's 2 like War of the Chosen yeah. with Fire Emblem, one of the Fire Emblems, but then with all Marvel stuff. Which, uh, one one thing I want to hit on, I guess we'll do it with the wrap-up, too, of 50 Club. I did a lot of genres I don't normally do. Yeah. So, like, I did, I, I did like, three tactical games. I did three uh, Metroidvanias. So, stuff I don't normally hit. I like that fact that I branched out a bit. Oh, dude, I was just saying, like, we talked about last week, roguelites, I thought were the stupidest shit in the world. Before Hades, I went... That's just a stupid idea. Just keep dying. And then I hit a couple of them. And it sparked my interest now. And yeah, turn-based games. Like, yeah, there's a few that I went, okay, I can get into this. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of games, though, what have you played since last week? Uh, so <laughs> ma- mostly mostly two things. I know one game. <laughs> so another one of our Patreon reviews is Metal Hellsinger. And it's a cool game. Uh, I know when I first talked about it, I was like, it didn't grab me yet. It's pretty much grabbed me, but I hit me a fucking wall. (laughs) That goddamn wall is the final (laughs) boss of the game. (laughs) And the bitch of the game is... Is is just because you don't like uh, who's the lead singer of System of a Down? No, I fucking love Surge Tankadon, or (laughs) how the fuck you say his name. I was like, oh shit, Surge is the last song. You just don't want to hear his lyrics, that's all it is. (laughs) Lyrics are for losers anyway, Brian. I'm a drummer. But... uh, yeah, so the gimmick of the game, aside from keeping the beat and shit like that, is you 
it's not like you have checkpoints that you can just keep starting from. Yep. You have to beat the entire level in a certain amount, and you get like depending on your difficulty, a certain amount of respawns. Yeah. So if you run out of respawns, guess what, fucker? You're doing it all from the start. Mm -hmm. And the last level is not short either. You have to play through like a half hour level with like five huge arena sections (sighs) before you get to the last boss itself, which has at least five forms. Has different waves, yep. So yeah, that's where I'm stuck right now. And the bitch of it is I never completely like died on any level until then. So to me, it just felt like a random brick wall of difficulty spike. And I was like, fuck, where did this come from? Yeah. But this is one of those games we talked about. Number one, you absolutely, in the middle of it, you can't pause. You can't no. stop. If you break the rhythm, it's done. It's like, I mean, you're a drummer. If in the middle of a set, you completely fuck it up, not just a little bit off. Which I have. Like, is there any salvaging it? Maybe. Well, but you gotta usually wait till the next song to really get back in rhythm. No, no, you know what? Like you, when you're playing a live show, you can you eventually learn this skill of just being like, all right, just give it a couple beats and come back in. It's tougher to do in this fucking game, especially <laughs> during goddamn boss fights. Well, that's because when you're at a live show, you don't have a, a eighty foot demon trying to chop your dick off. Yes, and I also don't hit better when I'm. Well, obviously you hit better when you're in rhythm, but <laughs> I mean you have to build a combo in order to actually hit good. Because if you're at your lowest combo, it's just going pew pew. And you're not doing shit. Yeah, it's pretty weak. Now, did you ever convert over to the skull to get on beat fit quicker? Because that, you can get on beat quicker than even the I, I did not even realize that that was a strategy I could do until replaying the last level a bunch of times. <laughs> so, yes, I have started to do that. Okay. But, um, all, I mean, yeah, it does dick for damage, but it refills your thing quicker. And uh, the only other game I dicked around with besides that is uh, another Metroidvania. It's called uh, Gato Robato. Okay. So, so uh, basically, it, no, it's got a couple gimmicks to it. One, it's entirely in black and white, which is like, it's a striking visual style. It's like, like the that, old, yeah. you know, it's like another 8-bit throwback kind of deal. And you play as, so instead of being the, you know, ship captain who crash lands and has to find his way back, you're a ship captain who crash lands and he's stuck and you have to guide his cat into a robot suit to go through the entire level. Huh. So yeah, you're a little kitty. And you go in and out of a robot suit that he can control and kind of control like Samus. But he can also hop out and go into like little submarines for like water sections and all other kinds of crap. So it's Stray with Samus. In a way. Okay. So, but you know what? It's a nice little Metroidvania. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm, you know, that's going to be my dick around game. I'm not under any pressure for that. But yeah, yeah it's a nice little time. Let me ask you going back to Metal Hellsinger. What are chances we could set you up with your drum kit from Rock Band and you could play it like that? With your drums. I, I would be interested to see, because I do have issues with the beat keeping in that game. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, is how many times have you adjusted your... Be- because, like, the fucking things... Like, well, yeah, one, it seems like I have to adjust my calibration every time I start. And then, two, like, you know, online people are like, yeah, you have to keep the rhythm and, like, not the beat. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you supposed to, like, keep the beat, too? But, like, yeah. like I, I've noticed that things coming by, like, your, you know, your crossbars to hit... Or offbeat sometimes. Well, I was going to say... And then they run at it like a different rhythm with every different weapon, too. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, with the different weapons, depending on the stage of the song, because we said it starts off, it's really, you're just with the drums. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily just stay with drums once it gets to the lyrics. Yeah. Which I'm sure for you, your ear is trained to drums. So maybe, I, I was actually curious if this would be... I think I'm fighting an uphill battle right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, this is the fucking beat. And I'm stuck at one goddamn thing. 
That's what I was going to say. I didn't know if it would be good or bad for you. Like, you're trained to hear drums. You, you know what You know what I think I'm going through right now? I think I'm going through right now with this what better drummers than me went through whenever we'd hang out and play rock band. Because they'd be sitting there trying to play along, even on expert. Like the actual, and they're like, and they're like, this isn't a beat. This is ridiculous. This is awful. This is off by yeah. a little. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is I, I got to the point where with the finals, I could just whatever, like I knew the right thing I was hearing, but I couldn't, I could never match the visuals. Some reason I fucked up all the time. You mm -hmm. might need the visuals because you might be hearing something different. Than no, I need the visuals because yeah. I'm because I'm I'm hitting the fucking beat. <laughs> I'm hitting the goddamn beat. I'm hitting the ones. I am hitting the ones. <laughs> it's all on four four. I'm hitting those ones. <laughs> like you said, I'm curious what what is your uh, latency at now? Oh, dude, it's been all over the fucking map. I mean, I'm also playing on a fucking uh, your 2011 plasma. So like the like the visuals at like two hundred, but the audio is at like forty. Like oh it, shit! Yeah, okay, it's all over the fucking map. Yeah, like I said, I noticed a difference where when I first started, when it auto tuned me to my PC, it was at like twenties or thirties, and then but that was because I said when you first set the calibration, it starts right off the bat, mm -hmm. and I gave myself like a couple seconds to get in tune, so it thought I was like fucking it up. So then I reduced it down to ten. On each, and mm. that that worked for me. But yeah, yeah. But like you said, yeah. If you're doing an old TV, yeah, that shit. It, it's a fun game, but it's another one. It's um, I like that unique approach to rhythm-based games. Yeah, well, we'll get into it more when we do the full review. Yeah. Can't blow our load here, but yeah, interesting title. Yeah, but for me, it's been fuck around games. It's been Dead by Daylight. It's been Fallout seventy six, and uh, Truck to Yomi. It's a black and white samurai game, side scroller. It's on Game Pass now. It was big, I think it came out this year, but basically, um, it's like a very like you got a block counter, but it's like a samurai game set in a feudal age, and you're this kid who's like trying to. I don't want to spoil it, but basically, it's a it's a hard game. But as you said, stylized, black and white. It has the grainy look. Mm -hmm. Visually, it's awesome because it's one of these weird like it's two D, but in certain sections you can explore wherever. Mm -hmm. But combat's always in two D. Huh. So it's it's very tight. When games do sword play right, it's it's a tough like you got to learn how to do it really quick, like parrying and shit. Yeah. I saw it. I basically because I got the Series X, I said. Here's all the games I want to download. Before I hit into uh, Plague Tale, uh, Requiem. Requiem. I was like, let me get knock off a few of these other ones. So, yeah, that's been my kind of big game for right now. Honestly, I don't know if I'm beating any more games before the end of the year. Uh, well, I'm gonna beat Hellsinger, yeah. and I'm gonna start working on. As of right now, the last of our Patreon games with fucking Shadow the Hedgehog. Thank you, Drewski. Which, yes, we have that. I mean, but and. In all sincerity, we'll, we'll get to that in January. That's not happening. Oh, uh, the review's not month. coming until then, the minimum. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I have that game too. I'm giving myself the holidays. I was like, then I'll dip into. <laughs> You're going to enjoy your holidays? I was like, let me dip because I've heard bad things. I haven't even seen a footage of the gameplay. I bought the game and I said, whatever, I'll just dive in. There is something so off putting. Like, I wanted to at least test my disc. The opening cinematic is just going to like like early two thousands new metal. I was like, this is so off putting with the Sonic <laughs> game. I was like flabbergasted. Off putting, off putting or awesome? Both. All right. So we'll see how that carries over. But thank you, Drewski. We do appreciate it. And for anyone who does want us to review a game, 
head, head on over to our Patreon because Chambers, we had someone new sign up. But uh, what do we have as far as questions this week? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. Also, I know we said we were recording the bonus episode last week, but Nick was unfortunately sick. So we're going to try and schedule that in the next week or two. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, and also huge shout out to Blake Mount, Blake Mountain. Uh, he actually gave the last email to your episode of Drunk Friend. Awesome. Um, yeah, he just signed up for the $2 tier. So thank you, bud. Make sure to get your questions in for each week. And yeah, appreciate it. And Alex and Trav, I know you guys said you want to sign up to have me play some terrible games. Don't you do it, you sons of bitches. Oh, no. Someone, someone sign up, or we have a couple outliers, too, who haven't done their game requests. Make Bri play Pokemon. Make him do Don't it. Don't you do make it. Make Bri play Pokemon. I'll make Jim get all the footage for it. All right. I'll just play it. You will beat it. You will beat that <laughs> fucking game. <laughs> so what do we got this week? All right. First up, from Gamer Astral, favorite holiday beer or spirit? Beer's easy. So beer is easy. Definitely this. I've we've said and we've done a lot of winter beers too but Mad Elf is just always the old reliable. This is the go-to Rudolph. Check out our beer our brew battle our video. Beer brawl. Someone has yeah. to eventually. Um, <laughs> but uh for winter and I I said this to Jim like I think a couple episodes ago, I do like a good eggnog around Christmas time. It is the only time I'm going to drink that. Elf come. Yeah. By the way, I'm still looking for Ego Nog. I, I, I'll, I'll try that. I really want to find, maybe if we can get it shipped to us, I want us to try that because you said you're not a big egg nog. You've never, have I've, you, I've barely had it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those deals. It's Christmas time. It's the only time I'm going to have it. So when I think winter, if I'm not drinking beer and I go winter drink, that or uh, mudslides. Like, Ooh, I only do that. Sides are good. I only do that from Thanksgiving to like Christmas. After that, I, I don't have it at all. So yeah, I like all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm basically in the same boat. So uh, next up from Burn Retinas, how much would DBPG need to get paid to live stream and react to the Jeff Keighley Awards? What is Jeff Keighley? That's awards? the video. He's the guy who runs the video game awards. I would do it. If our viewers joined with us in a massive power hour and we set rules that you have to drink and get drunk with us, if certain keywords were said or certain things were shown, ah, I would do it on those terms. I don't need to be paid. I, I would do it just to <laughs> hang out with people and shit talk like on a Twitch or a YouTube live. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to set it up because we're bad with setting up shit on the internet. But, but what, so when roughly yeah, you, are the game you, awards? I don't know. When did fuck do they come out? I think they're coming out soon. In like a hey, week or you two. Know what? Let me look it up. You know what? Here's the deal. We might finally use that voice chat uh, <clears throat> room in the Discord that we've never touched. So we, we could do, do that. that. Or like I said, we could literally just do a live stream on Twitch and we'll do it live and we can just chat with you guys as we talk, see what's popping up. Because that seems to be a popular thing to do. YouTube live, I've, I've still heard mixed things. Oh, shit, December 8th. Oh, fuck. When was that? Oh, was that Thursday? That's Thursday. Ooh. That could be I your mean, bloodthirsty Thursday for you, at least. Is it at the day or night? Uh, it's nighttime. 7.30 yeah. p.m. Eastern. Yeah. I might be able to do that as a... Uh, you might get your wish. Uh, so, yeah, this will come out the day before, so <laughs> we'll, we'll put it on the socials. Yeah. If it's easy to 
do you get flagged for streaming shit like that? It's a good question. If I can do it and not get us flagged, I'll do it. Oh, uh, do you like that one guy did with the UFC fight and pretend he's playing a game the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just have it like in a really small window. I I don't care. I would do it. We talked enough about the game awards. Here's the deal. I would bet Elden Ring takes game of the year. I mean, we already said that, yeah, but right, we got to sit around for all the, the previews. And we can see content creator of the year with people we've never heard of. And you'll hear my real opinion. That might be bad for us, but I'll oh, know. Oh, no, it'd be great. Yeah. See, Jim. We've, we've played it too nice. we got to get spicy. That's see, how you get funny. the views. Jim knows me. Jim knows. Jim will is, when he's drunk, he blurts a lot of shit. I have a very high tolerance. I can hold my shit together. But once I let loose, it's like a floodgate. <laughs> and it's like, if I really don't like someone or I think something's stupid, you're going to hear the full range of it. That, that's called the when we hit stop record on the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I'm totally down for that. Either Even if it's not right at 730, I'll definitely plan on streaming some of that. So, good question. Yeah, we'll try and make it work. But, yeah, that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. So, once again, thank you to everyone for the support. Uh, Blake, thank you so much for signing up. Get your questions in every week. Uh, everyone else... There's a few people who still have game requests, too, that uh, they got to put in for us. So let us yeah. know them. And check out the bonus episodes and all that other bullcrap. Thank you, guys. Truly appreciate it. Yep. All right, everyone. With the holidays right around the corner, if you haven't already found a gift for the special guy in your life, then I have a solution for you that's better than just getting a gift card. You really need to head over to Manscaped.com and check out their Platinum Package 4.0. As you can see, this thing is filled to the brim with all kinds of goodies. Let's start with the Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer, which features a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology that helps protect your fellows downstairs. Plus, if you're trying to do this in the dark and you need a little bit of extra light, check out this 4000K LED light so you'll be able to see all your little nooks and crannies. And for the older gentlemen in your life, why not try out the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer? because nobody's trying to see a whole bunch of hair growing out of those areas. Now these are great tools that keep you looking good, but let's talk about your smell. Let's start with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, a deodorant you didn't know you need, and you probably didn't even know was on the market. But let's not stop there. Let's make your balls feel a little better with the Crop Reviver. You're gonna feel better, and you're gonna get rid of any stank problems all day long. But in addition, the Platinum Package 4.0 also offers a nice pair of boxer briefs because chances are the ones you're wearing have some holes that you really should be throwing out at this point. Add in this awesome leather travel case and you can take this on the go anywhere. This truly is a great package and what I will say is, ironically, after using this, I got compliments on my beard. May not have been from the people I wanted, but it was still there. So if you want to get a great gift for a guy in your life, head over to manscaped.com and make sure you use the promo code DBPG to get 20% off and free shipping. Once again, that is 20% off and free shipping with the code DBPG. Don't be the Grinch in your guy's life. Help bring him some cheer. His balls will thank you. All right, Jambers. So uh, in a bit of good news, Eagles are whooping ass. Right. We are stealing SNES trucks, bit. we are talking some fucking sports real quick. <laughs> Eagles, 11-1, number one in the goddamn NFC. That last game was surprising, to say oh, that the was, least. That was a beatdown I was not expecting I to was, see. I mean, it's a pleasant surprise, but... Uh, right, we got like 10 minutes of Minishu magic, all right? We had all the backups you know in what? that fourth quarter. 
It is what it is. We're winning. But you know what, Chambers? You want to know fucking why? Grand Theft Auto Online. That's goddamn why. Would you say video games save football? Saving it in Philadelphia right now. That's a goddamn short. <laughs> it makes football fucking, teams better. <laughs> maybe the Sixers and Flyers should start fucking playing the goddamn game. Jesus Christ. But yeah, now this article from Kotaku, it, it's actually fascinating because it, as gamers, it makes sense to us. Basically, a lot of the Eagles are saying like, hey, it's a bit of team building. Instead of just talking about football, they go home, they want to play games together, and it gives them something else kind of team build on bullshit over that's not just plays and old footage and this and that and i mean i don't care about which game you choose gta 5 as we said is a game that will fucking never die yeah it's been going for damn near a decade now but it still makes all the money what i love is not that it really was a question anymore there was still that idea like ah, if you're playing games a lot are you kind of like wasting your time Fucking Eagles players, top tier Eagles players are doing it. Yeah, uh, and apparently they're like, for the most part, I think they like it's got a big mod community and they play like a modded version of it. Yeah, they have their own like personal servers. Yeah, and uh, what do you call it? The safety CJ Gardner Johnson, mm-hmm. who that poor fuck, goddamn, the game before this one had a lacerated kidney. I don't even know how you do that. Get hit by a dude that's 300 pounds, and I guess I know anything's possible. And he's a fucking great player, too. That's a big yeah. loss, but. Besides the fact, yeah, he runs a uh, he runs a server on a PC that costs like ten grand. He says I saw that like custom built. <clears throat> now, Grant, yes, he's got the money, and I I when I think high end PCs, my mind went five or six k. I guess it makes sense you can go ten k. I don't even know what you're doing with it at that point, but good on him. As I said, as a stress reliever, especially for dudes that <laughs> work out that hard, and they all said the same thing, like. They get home, they're kind of bored. Yeah, they, like, they feel like humans by playing it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like they don't have to think about football. And I, I will say, there is a different mentality of like when you play a video game with someone, you get to see another side of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're a window bitch. I mean, but... <laughs> we established this many times. <laughs> it's just one of those deals where... I think that is a great thing. Honestly, I would even suggest it as high as, I don't know if at your work you have to do like partnering and team building. No. <laughs> well, if you have to deal with a bunch of people outside of your business, that would be an interesting one. You see stupid shit like people would be like, oh, let's go to a camping retreat or paintballing or like whatever. I, yeah. You know, it's like, no, hop on Call of Duty. Here are the things I say there. Yeah. <laughs> so I love it. If this is the magic sauce for the Eagles to win this season, play all the GTA in the world. God damn, keep it up. I will I will contribute to that fund. I don't care. I do love that the meme for Kyler Murray, because he's missed a couple weeks from injury, is he hasn't played since Call of Duty came out. So they're like, oh, Call of Duty dropped. Kyler Murray's going to take off for a few weeks. Yeah, that would be... He's my <laughs> fantasy quarterback, so I know he's been out. <laughs> Jim, you and fantasy... You guys don't mix. I'm in. I'm in the mix. I'm in the. I'm. I'm struggling to keep my playoff spot here. You're always in the mix, but you always fall this a little bit. Just, just a little bit short, right? It's happened a few times. And sometimes you just have times. a complete blowout. I mean, I, I can at least accept the blowouts and be like, ah, my team fucking sucked this week. One goddamn season. <laughs> that goddamn season, I missed the playoffs by seven yards. 
Wah. Damn right, wah. <laughs> Maybe if you played more GTA, you'd be better. Maybe, Brian. Maybe. <laughs> I love it, though. And you know what? As I said, I know there's a lot of Eagles haters out there, but we got to take the wins where we get them. Yep. We need it. So if GTA 5 is our path to victory, that'd be some shit. Just Eagles players, don't lose sleep over a game that's my only yeah don't play xcom <laughs> yeah, do not play exactly. xcom too play gta online but uh but chambers speaking of something that i knew nothing about and then reading this article and then diving deeper into it this is goddamn insane so we have him from medium.com I'm, it's all over the place really yeah but uh the it's probably like the only real news that came out in the past week gaming wise but smash world tour has been shut down by panda and nintendo yeah, so Smash World Tour was its like own little circuit for Smash tournaments, and it's two, like one of the largest ones. right? Yeah, it's like yeah. It's, it's the two biggest ones are the ones run by Panda and the ones run by Smash World Tour. And Can I be honest here? I didn't on. know about either one of these. Me neither, because I don't fucking care. Yeah, it, it's a you know it's a game with pedophiles. I don't care. So <laughs> it's not a game with pedophiles. It's a game played by pedophiles. World a big of difference. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you for the correction, Brian. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thank you. I had to say it. <laughs> See, that's journalistic integrity right there. In a world of online, don't be another Kanye. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Go on, Jim. (laughs) When Alex Jones has to be the one who goes, all right, now, let's move on. Jim, the question is, do you like fish sticks? (laughs) I bet he wishes he was just a gay fish at this point. But yeah, no, this article is... Topical aside. Is fucking... It's insane... Okay, my my. Okay, if the camera keeps shaking for the video, people, Brian's dog is being a yeah. pain in the butt right now. Hold so. on one second, Loki, out! Come on, get out! Go lay down now. Coming back, three, two, one. My gut reaction when I first saw this well, was... Actually, let, let me summarize it real quick. So yeah. Smash World Tour, it's like the number two Smash tournament. It actually started as like a grassroots kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they kind of just did it on their own. And eventually Nintendo was like, yeah, we'll partner with you for this. Keep talking. So they were like, oh, that would be awesome. So they started to go through the process of getting the official licensing through Nintendo to do it, to set up like events and crap like that. Then they hit a bit of a snag. And the snag came twofold. One snag was Nintendo kind of stopped being very communicative with them. They were still like, you know, their rep was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get an answer on this and that and stuff like that. But, you know, we do want to work with you. We're not trying to shut you down. But the CEO of Panda was going around to a bunch of other venues and shit like that going, well, if you host them, you're not going to host us. To put the long story short. So what's... So after a ton of bullshit and a lot of delays and crap like that, it actually got so late that they're like, "Well, we're gonna, we can't run some of these stuff now." And then Nintendo in the eleventh hour was just like, "Yeah, we can't do this with you." Well, then they retracted. So they did the tour with them last year. That's right, they did it last year. Yeah. <clears throat> and basically, Smash World Tour said that was what was crazy. They did it with them. They had this relationship. They knew things were kind of weird starting twenty twenty two. And then the comments by Panda. But they said they got to the point where they said we had to cancel. And then Nintendo's like later response and Panda's response was, well, they didn't have to cancel. Like they never got the official word, but they chose to. But they put, pretty much put them in a spot where it's like, no, you had to cancel it. 
Yeah, like you can't just drop a tournament like in a place. Like you have to set it up, you have to get the venue, ship people in to play it. Like, and this was going to be the largest, I think, tournament for Smash players. I think they said the grand prize was two hundred fifty k. So it was like very like they've been building it for they said a very long time, and it's had a ton of people. And now they have to like backtrack and try to figure out how do you refund folks like. They're in a nightmare situation. And Smash World is out a ton of money, like a over ton. 100K. But here's the deal. Maybe it's biased after doing this podcast and seeing the articles that we've seen. I was like, of course Nintendo would do something shitty like that. Yeah, it's kind of weird when you look through like the original thread of where yeah. it's all posted because it's a lot of people going, well, this is on Panda, not Nintendo. And it's like, <laughs> Nintendo's not the biggest one to blame, in no. my opinion, for this. It's definitely on Panda's CEO. But... Nintendo still could have been a little better with them through the entire course of the year and, and working with them and giving that, them answers. That's what's crazy is I get Nintendo for most things are kind of like, fuck off, like, we're not interested in you. It's But he said, like, they did the event with them last year and that they actually started off the year getting a lot of feedback. Like, hey, guys, our number one concern is we don't want people modding our games. Like, right. they were very particular in what they were saying. And then to just cut it off was so goddamn odd. And to Jim's point, yes, the number one dipshit in this whole thing is the CEO of Panda. And we'll get to him in a minute. But Nintendo, you could have stepped in and done the right thing here. Yeah, I think at any time Nintendo could have nipped this in the bud and been like, all right, here's the answers you need here. Happy tournament. So my question is, did they not do it because they just don't give a shit? Or do you think they were getting payoffs by Panda? It could have been both. And you know what? A part of me is also thinking, like, because they weren't talking, like, they were talking to a rep from Nintendo. Yeah. Maybe the rep was just trying to do everything they could to try and, like, talk Nintendo into, like, helping them out. And maybe they kept, like, delaying answers and shit like that until they could have something real to go until they finally had to be like, ah, sorry, guys, it's not happening. Like, it could, like I'm not obviously not trying to make a conspiracy or throw shade at the rep or anything like that, but, you know, there's when you have multiple layers of people involved, shit can happen. I mean, that rep could have been a shithead. At the end of the day, that it, it is That's a... possible, too. Again, do not look up, blah, 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 that old spiel. No, look into it. Tinfoil hat. Damn it, no, what I'm saying is... The rep was a globalist. I got it. No, the rep... What if the rep was in close with people from Panda? I, I, I'm saying... That, that could be a thing, too. It's not a reflection. That is not a reflection on Nintendo, if that was the case. I just say, I look at the the pattern of behavior from Nintendo over the past X amount of years we've been doing this, and <laughs> every time the shit pops up, I'm never, I always go, oh, they got to shut down a go-kart thing because they try to make it like a real-life Mario Kart. Like, petty shit. And this seems weird. That's like it's you, not the first time. That's where it's like there's been a lot of smoke and there's been a lot of fire. So I can't give Nintendo a full pass. But at the same time, I mean, really, <clears throat> we can bleed this into the next article. Uh, breaking news as of today as well. Yeah. So thank uh, God as of today because normally <laughs> this happens on Tuesday morning after we record. By the way, who the fuck is Panda? Like, and I know if you're a Smash fanatic, you're gonna say, Brian, you're an idiot. I may be an idiot, but I mean, they probably need... turned off at this point after the pedophile comment, but that I did not see. Oh, oh, you mean <laughs> what? that wasn't an article. I thought, God I thought damn there it. was something about Panda and pedophiles. I was like, 
Oh, I, See, that's what will drop tomorrow. That'll be the breaking news. That's <laughs> the real spicy shit. That's why the CEO was dropped, Jim? Is that what you're saying? Are you going on record? I am going on no such record. <laughs> he didn't even say that in Minecraft. Never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jim, what uh, what happened to Alan? So, yeah, uh, I don't even know his last name, but Alan is the CEO of Panda, and he is effective immediately. In the interim, Panda employees are working with outside advisors to form a temporary interim management committee to act as CEO to navigate at this critical time. The identities of those in the IMC will not be made public at this time due to concerns over harassment and safety. So, yeah, then they go on to saying how they're working with team members, supporting those who feel displaced through everything like that, calling on the community to treat those affected with grace, understanding, and to call out to report any attempts of doxing or harassment. And, pardon me. Additionally, I'm sorry, I'm busy reading. I would love for you to be an official, like, news reporter <laughs> and, like, over some serious Breaking shit. News. The president Break- has been bleep, shot. <laughs> That's, that was exactly my point. <laughs> Additionally, due to his security concerns of our staff and contractors, the Panda Cup finale is postponed. So the IMC is working to issue refunds for all those who registered in the coming weeks. So both events right there, both events are done. Yeah. So two of the biggest ones. So, yeah, they talk about demonstrating their commitment to the community and everyone who shares the passion, blah, 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 blah. This is a very good show of faith. But. Go ahead. There's a but. There's a big but. There's a big, big but. What did they do three days ago, Jim? Because before they did this action. Oh, was... I don't know about the three days ago. What's, what is it? <clears throat> well, it was in the article. You, It was in their original tweet, which at first seemed to kind of. In my opinion, it was kind of blasting the first company and saying, like, they decided to cancel on their own. Oh, that was probably written by Alan or whatever. And, rep. Yeah. So yeah. they had this article, or not article, it's one of those goddamn pictures of a goddamn. Book. A no basically. Yeah. yeah. <clears> that basically said, like, we are in support. Da, da, da. They didn't have to do this. We've been doing everything right. They did some shit wrong. And then two days later, they're releasing their CEO. So what fuckery was afoot? There's some spice and there's some fuckery, but there's some real fuckery, Brian, because the CEO also happens to be the owner of Panda. Hmm. So it's very nice you're canceling your big event. It's very nice that your CEO is, uh, you know, not the CEO anymore effective immediately. But it's kind of tough to get rid of the owner. Well, and that's kind of ev- seems like smoking mirrors. Jim, would you say it's very different scales? Remember with the bullshit with tired hands when they had to get rid of their owner as CEO, but guess what? A few years later, he was back in a position or he was in other administrative roles. Bry. Because you can't get rid of the owner. Bry, if it wasn't for goddamn YouTube copyright, we'd be playing Eric Bischoff's I'm Back theme right now. I mean. No, don't. WWE will kill us. Um, do not do it. I, I, fucking SmackDown. That, I, they, by they, the way, <laughs> I, I'm, by the way, I am. I, I I decided. I was like, I'm gonna fight that just because that was pulled from the game. That wasn't even pulled from the actual show. Right. Fucking WWE. But no, this guy. I hate to tell you. He's not gonna have the title of CEO. He's like when Bruce Wayne gave it over to Alfred or Fox or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> He's, he's still running shit. Yep. He's not going anywhere. But here's my deal. 
are they only doing that because he basically was talking shit about this company or was there other, like that was a piece I couldn't figure out. Like what else was potentially going on that they felt they needed to put this statement out there? No, it's a total PR move. I mean, like <clears throat> they are the big bad guys in the entire smash community right now. Like they are pretty much hated. Like they had a, after the, um, after smash world tour put out their statement, like a day or two later, like Panda said, "Oh, uh, our big event happened about blah, blah blah blah," or we just signed this guy or some shit like that, and everyone in the world was just like, "What? Like, like you, 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 you." So, okay, ignorant time. Go on. How many people do you think really play Smash? It's a good and, amount. And I'm and, and when I say play, I mean like in these esport tournament levels. Oh, uh, I mean, five hundred k, two million. Like, what's the number? I I couldn't. Even... Oh, that's way high. I was gonna go. I was gonna go like a couple hundred, probably maybe a few thousand. That like, I could be dead wrong. I don't follow esports, and, and that's I'm asking as me and you. I can't call us casual gamers, but in that world, I know nothing about. Like when I think esports, I think MOBAs, StarCraft. Like I know the Asian scene for that shit is like. Well, yeah, insane. I mean, we're we're dipping our toes in the fighting game community here. So yeah, but that's where it's all like, the Evo shit and all that crap. Exactly. So it's like with Smash, I go, I know, I know it's huge, but like, what is huge? Like, like it's does weird. It even like, hit a million? I mean, it's probably big enough that a tour, like the number two tournament, can throw a thing for two hundred fifty k as a prize. So yeah, it's probably pretty big, bigger than we think. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. That that's where I just go like. <sighs> It's crazy there's fuckery about just because two companies want to have Smash tournaments, one's talking shit about the other, essentially, and there may be some backdoor dealings with Nintendo to outs one of the guys. Could be. It's really what this all comes down to. So here's the deal. Why is um, Smash World Tournament not swimming in the wake and kind of reigniting their tournament? Like, wouldn't this be the opportunity for? I them mean, to- maybe since they're so high profile now, if they did anything without Nintendo's blessing, Nintendo could also just come in and completely shut it down. That's the part I don't get. What? What would? Which they would be, be bad shutting- PR for Nintendo, but it's Nintendo. They don't really care. Maybe I don't understand. I- no, there's no maybe. I don't understand. I mean, they could say they could tell a venue, "Hey, they're running an illegal tournament. You shut this down, or we sue you." They could probably do that. Uh. Okay, that that's the part I don't get. Is like, I could be wrong. I'm not it, a law. Like, but. <laughs> like if you and I decide we're gonna rent out uh, a venue, we're gonna bring our game systems, we're gonna run a tournament. Is that technically illegal? Can you run a tournament based on Joy of Sex and a CDI? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! That fucking game. <sighs> the answer is yes. But really, like. <laughs> Try not I, to come challenge. <laughs> Mad elves are kicking in. I guess the issue is if you're having people pay to get in the thing, that's where it becomes an issue. Oh yeah. Like if you and I were just running something and said, "Hey, you you're only paying for drinks, but hey, here's Smash, and we're going to do a tournament." Right. We'd probably be okay unless we charge them to get into the tournament. Yeah, because it's free to you. Like we're saying, like you can play this for free. We're not charging you to play it. Yeah, but there's like no way you can run something like that for free unless you have like insane capital behind. Oh you. no, no, no. That's my point. So that's where I'm. I'm trying to figure out like where's the sticky shit where 
Nintendo could come in and squash them. I don't know. But we know Nintendo, they don't give a fuck no. about doing the right thing for their customers. <laughs> they don't, because do people buy it anyway, Jim? Oh, they do. That's so, so all I'm saying. So Panda, unfortunately, whether you're in either camp, Panda, they still got the bad guy and Dr. Allen, I think that's his name. He's still the bad guy. He's still going to be there. Two years, he'll pop back up as CEO. Everyone will forget by then and not care. No. It's the internet. Within three months, no one will care. Yeah. No, but if if there are people out there watching, listening, if you are fans of Smash, I really want to hear your opinion, especially if you're in the the eSports Smash community. School us on where we we fucked up, because I'm sure we fucked up somewhere. Oh, guaranteed. But let us know. Like, where did we go wrong? Is it much bigger? They're going to be like, it's like 5 million people, assholes. Whatever it is, you let us know. Yep. All right, Chambers. So, as usual, fucking news drops, and we miss it by a millisecond. By that much. So, uh, we we did talk previously, the Mario movie trailers, the very first one that came out. It was fine. It gave you a little taste. I enjoyed it, and the big talk about it was Chris Pratt and his level of effort in it. People got to get over Chris Pratt and hate him. I- I'm just going to say that. He's the generic but dude. But you cheated on Anna Ferris. Yeah, but what's she done since Scary Movie? Podcast? I don't know. I, all I'm saying is the Chris Pratt hate is now I'm over it. Like, I was over the fact that he was the love child of everyone. Everyone was obsessed with him. And then now this turn to hate. I only, I still don't even fully understand why they hate him, but... It's a bunch of things. I, I'm not the internet guy. I know there there's a lot of reasons. I Marriage, don't care. politics, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and I don't care about any of them. Mario, Nintendo nerds, I'm saying this to you. You don't want them to A, stereotypical. Bob Hoskins did not have a Brooklyn accent, so don't tell me you cared about Brooklyn accents because I'm tired of seeing that argument. He's Mario. A, yeah, he's, he's a generic guy which is what you want mario to be so at the end of the day whatever but there's two new trailers actually dropped the one i'm just gonna get out of the way it was spanish the link you provided which we have below actually doesn't work anymore so i have another link underneath which is on youtube yeah they pulled that one real quick no shit yeah um but the main new trailer that jim and i did miss talking about last week um it dived a lot deeper and it showed what I would consider, it's kind of ballsy. They went as spoiler heavy, like a I lot think, more plot. You know, Luigi and Peach are very much involved in the actual story of everything. Yeah. Of course, all the fucking angry reaction channels had to call fucking Peach a girl boss and a Mary Sue and shit like that. Is this because she had pants on the one scene? No, it's because she's like you know starting to lead an army and like she has her little staff for fighting and shit like that. Oh, I thought the hate was I, I did see hate for like why is she wearing pants, but then later she is wearing a dress where I was like, uh, I, and then, I, and then uh, yeah, it was like she's also wearing like her Mario Kart outfit on the bike too. But well, fucking but nerds going Mario Kart, they reveal Donkey Kong's in it where Mario's fighting Donkey Kong, and then they go full Mario Kart. Oh, I, I knew Donkey Kong was in the whole time. I didn't know. Like, here's yeah, the From the original announcement, Brad's your favorite, Seth Rogen. Is it really? Yeah, Seth Rogen's Mar- uh, Donkey Kong. Well, here's the deal. I also... I'm not, <laughs> a, I'm not a big fan of Jack Black, but 
his voice is modulated enough as Bowser where I don't notice. No, he's acting. He's actually acting. I don't think he's modulated. You don't, you don't think he's there's acting. anything touched there to his There could be a tiny bit of fuckery, but I think he's actually acting. That's common with the acting. He's voice. He's, he's voice fucking. Ooh. That, right, you're, you were bringing some. You're. Oh, no, 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 no. All right, I, Twitter. I, we need the interaction. <laughs> Brian says voice actors don't matter. You fucking tell him why. In the comments. Listen, ye. All I'm saying is. <laughs> no, no. What Should I'm, I put my fly swatter away? What What took me out of it more is, as being a diehard Always Sunny fan and whatever, hearing Charlie Day as Luigi, I can't. Hey, here's the thing. like Everyone's like, you know, shitting on Chris Pratt for like not trying and doing his normal voice. Charlie Day's doing his normal voice, too. He's just more of an animated character, and like, in general. everyone loves Charlie Day. I mean, how can you not? I love him, too, but it, as soon as I hear him, I think, Day, man. <laughs> but, like, there's... I, I will not look at Luigi without thinking, oh, he's a he's a janitor, just like Charlie. And where the fuck is uh, Daisy? His... His... Bar t- his... Uh, his... The fuck is her name? Oh, actually, she doesn't have a name in the show. What? Well, hmm? waitress. Oh, waitress, yeah. Yeah, but no, Daisy, which, by the way, she's better than Peach. I'm saying it. I'm more of a Daisy fan, yeah. Samantha Mathis. She was a, a crush of mine back in the 90s. Oh, yeah, Daisy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yum, 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 yum. Her and that and Broken Arrow, those sheriff pants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <I'm> s- <laughs> When's the last time you heard about Broken Arrow, people? <laughs> or The Punisher with Thomas Jane. The wife Marie, come on! Oh shit, she was. I forgot she was that. Come on, she. I mean, that's basically all I know her. For. Oh uh, no, she was an American Psycho. What the hell was her name in that? But she was an American Psycho. So yeah, Encyclopedia Jim. <laughs> you know what? For as much useless info as I have, you impress me sometimes. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I I was shocked. What I what I'm saying I'm shocked about is. I didn't realize Donkey Kong was Seth Rogen. That pissed me off. Yeah. But throwing in the whole, like, Mario Kart aspect and all that, like, I feel like that could have been such an easy, like, wow moment for fans of the franchise that you didn't need to show it in a trailer. Yeah, it seems like they're blowing their load in a lot of different ways. Like, what else are they going to show? No, I mean, it's an Illumination movie. It's not going to be the deepest thing in the world, but, like, still, like, you could have held that out. You don't want a little fan service to, like... I'm sure it's going to be crawling with fan service. Like, even, what do you call it, like, in the Thought Cops Discord, like, you know, Slime the Garbage Bane, he was pointing out how, like, he's like, oh, shit, they use that sound effect from Super Mario World in this one scene here and shit like that. Like, there's a ton ton that they're throwing in there. And you know what? Here's the deal. I think it's undeniable the movie's going to be good. I won't use the term great because... I think it'll be fun. No, no. Even if it's not great, it'll probably be fun. I'm saying, like, the same way I felt about the Sonic movies... Where yeah. I walked away and I went, I can watch them again. Mm-hmm. I had fun with them. They're not meant, like, even though I grew up with Super Mario and I'll get a lot of references, my kids won't. They're kids' movies through and through. Oh, yeah. But they, this movie with those trailers tells me one thing. They're going to do ass tons of fan service. Oh, yeah. Now, the reason I had the original second thing that has been taken off now is because it showed a lot more of Chris Pratt's audio. Or dialogue, I should say, where you're just like, oh, he's not really like up until this point. I was like, ah, he's throwing a little bit of an accent here and there, but in like all these clips, I was like, oh, he's not doing anything. It's just his voice. Which, whatever. Well, here, here's my question. 
I'd hope for a little more because, like, if you hear like the French and German and Spanish versions, it's done. The Wahoos and everything, they all sound better. Like, it sounds closer to Charles Martinet, even though I don't want full on Charles Martinet. It, you can still try a little more. It's not going to take me out of it that you don't have the stereotypical Italian. Woo-hoo! Like, would it be cool? Sure. But are they are the people making the movies stupid enough to realize Chris Pratt, love him or hate him, he's top five movie stars. Him, The Rock, Kevin Hart, like these are people that are gonna pull numbers right now. Whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter if you like him. And why would you want to fuck up his voice? Or make him do an accent? Maybe they tried to have him do an accent and they're like, you suck. Like just, <laughs> could just be. do it regular. It definitely is one of those things where it's like, all right, they just like got the movie star first, and then they're like, okay, then let's see what you got. He and probably, then he went, ooh. They're like, ah, uh, yeah, you can't really do an accent. Let's so, go. Yeah, like, do you have him go full? And in this day and age, is it offensive for him to go crazy with it? I could get a pizza. Yeah. Hey, yo, hey, fucking Tony over here. Like you said, I couldn't tell even a hint of attempt from Charlie Day. Yeah. And I love him. I mean, yeah, everyone's like, well, he's like, you know, more of an animated character. All right, but he's still not doing a different he's voice not either. A Brooklyn Italian. I get at what all. I get we like Charlie. Everyone loves Charlie. I love Charlie. Yeah. I get it. I, I don't know. It's one of those deals where it's like <laughs> Jack Black's the only one trying. Jack Black's the only one doing something different. He's modulated. He's not modulated. That's God all I'm going to say. All I'm He's say. both a character and a tri- Tenacious D is a treasure. Jim, you saying that is the same as saying Liver King is natural. He's not. You're the one who was sharing Liver King shit before. I never shared a single thing. I shared one thing yesterday about I that joke. I bet you did before. No. He's, he seems up your he alley. He was literally, as soon as you saw him, you go, you're natural? You sure about that? No, no. Jim, I'm a bullshit detector. Hmm. I'm just saying. Mm. That was pretty obvious. I say it was like a 50-50 chance that you were either like, oh, this guy, you like him. Jim, I don't have any liver in this house. I've never seen liver. There you go. Lucky. All I'm saying is... You probably did beat off to his Joe Rogan episode, though. No, he never been on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan said, I'm never having you on because you're full of shit. Ah, I never paid he attention. He denied him all the time. I never heard of him until he got exposed. So. Yeah. But here's the deal. With this movie... One, stop hating on Chris Pratt. You got to get over it. I still don't know what he did. Get over it. Two, this movie is going to be good. I don't care what critics say. It's not going to be a masterpiece, but it's going to be fine. And especially if you have kids, they're going to love it. And I wish Nintendo held back some of the reveals because, as we saw, they're now it's not real at all, but... Uh, Jim's gamer mad this week. Bry. It's not real, but how do you know, Brian? So many people had to have their hot take on this. On this <clears throat> obvious fucking bait. Everyone had to and like, you know, people were like, all right, you guys gotta talk about this tweet. And I was like, I don't want to. I know it's bait. I know it's bait. I this know is, it's bait. I yeah. know it's bait. I know it's bait. J- Jim but, is Zach Rupert in the sea. And he just grabs that hook. I had to talk about it, so fine. So they had the trailer, and you know, someone's like, "Oh, love seeing Mario Kart in the trailer." So at Norman Brink writes, "Disgusting." They had to include woke, woke pride flag nonsense, which is, ha! I mean, it's a great troll because it got a lot of feedback. And I think he eventually did tweet out, "Like, guys, that was a joke tweet. That was a parody." 
here's my question. Which, to be fair, in this day and age, it would not shock me if someone actually wrote that. But I, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, that, "That's that's too on the nose." It's too on the nose. But here's my question: Is the outrage to him? purpose because now i see the end it's like the triple light it's it's the fucking inception of trolling at this point where the troll does the obvious thing and then the obvious thing he's looking for which is someone woke on the left freaking out him well he was replying to d-day cobra who's yeah. also from he's the guy from geeks and gamers who's always about like oh stars has gone woke this has gone woke he's like a lesser quartering basically here's my question it's all this at this point like I actually think it's corny as shit to try to do that ironic thing. Like, when you're this on the nose, if you can do it subtly and nobody seems to be able to... Like, I haven't seen... There are enough goddamn replies people still didn't fucking think it wasn't serious. But that's that's my point is I still find it like you took the easy bait. Like, anytime a tragic thing happens in the news or a big thing happens... I can almost guarantee you're going to see 50 to 100 of the same type of comment where it's obviously inflammatory and it's just looking for the biggest reaction. And it's just, I'm I'm kind of like, you're not even doing it subtly. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, because I'm not the internet guy, maybe you appreciate it and you still laugh at it. I saw that and I went, all right. You're- you, know, you know what it was? As soon as I saw it, I was annoyed by it. By when- him doing it? I was annoyed by him doing it. I was annoyed by everyone doing their quote treats, uh, tweets. <laughs> that man elf. Is man elf. Uh, everyone doing the quote tweets, like you know, with their grandstanding for like you're not making a brave statement by fucking saying, "Oh, look at this Joker" or shit like that. Like that's the most obvious rebuttal you could fucking have. Do they not realize this is Elon's Twitter now? <laughs> so their grandstanding won't matter. <laughs> God, the meltdowns over the past week have made me laugh so hard. It 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 is funny the exodus. how right, right. So many people were leaving though. So many were leaving. They all left. They all left, and no one's left on Twitter. Yeah, what, no one came back. How no one many stayed. Different things. No one tweeted the, the way, entire time. What was that shit? I couldn't even figure out what the fuck that screenshot you took. There were so many things that popped up of different alternate Twitters. The biggest ones were Mastodon and Hive. Yeah, like Which I, I, I set you? up a Hive so we didn't get like some. Okay. Like someone's going to take us anyway. I saw Mastodon, but. and I said, I don't, wh- like, what is it? I saw Hive, Mastodon. I, like- so Mastodon's part of the Fediverse, and the Fediverse is like an uncentr- a decentralized social platform. Think of it like- Sounds a- like a bunch of commies to me. It's actually the opposite of commies. It's all people <laughs> got kicked off fucking Twitter. But, uh, it, it, you know you know what the Fediverse is? It's a place for a lot of people who got kicked off Twitter to go yell the N-word at each other. That's what the Fediverse is. But Mastodon's like the more, like- I guess, tameish one that everyone's like, oh, we're all going to go to Mastodon. But the fucking Fediverse sucks because you have to like join instances, which is kind of like joining dis- different Discord servers, but it's like less user-friendly. So eventually everyone, after like two days, goes, oh, this fucking sucks. I'm not doing this. And then Hive became the thing everyone moved to. And then Hive started to get actual traffic. And guess what happened to Hive? It fucking shut its servers down because it couldn't handle the traffic that came to it. Does so no guess what? See- Everyone's on Twitter still. Does no one see the Good ir- job, people. the irony in joining something called Hive? In every fucking sci-fi thing, the Hive is a thing you want to avoid. Jim, would you say the Zergs are a Hive mind? Right, they're run by the Overmind. Which is basically a what? 
It's a hive. I, I'm Bri? just saying the Matrix. Borg Collective. Hive. The Borg. Matrix. All of it. I, I'm so glad. I saw you take a screenshot and I didn't even figure out. I was like, the fuck did he sign us up? I, I didn't even know what it was. I mean, I did it for the sake of it. Like any new thing sure. that shows up, like I'll throw our name in there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I get that. I mean, like, what do you call it? Like, <clears throat> I was like, oh, I mean, you know, embarrassing enough. Like when it first started, I was like, oh, new social media. Fine, I'll sign up for Parlor. And then it was me who just like, I, the yep. Holocaust was a lie. I was like, ah, fuck. God damn it. Yeah, there's been some weird ones, but no, I saw the exodus, and this is my point, though, is Twitter now, I'm at the point with Twitter, I'll probably check, I'll call it 15 times a day. Yeah. And when I see shit like that, like where it's so obvious, and I get shit like that across my feed, too, probably because of you. But <laughs> Definitely because Basically, of me. like, I'm like, okay, this is clearly such a troll that it's like... It's, it's like trying too hard. It's that kid in like class. It's like, I'm going to do something silly. And it's like, yeah, like everyone's done this already. And like, you know, here's the thing. The thing I can appreciate about it is because of who it's directed to. Because so the guy he's directing it to was what again? D-Day Cobra. He's like the main guy. That's like his personal account for like his Geeks and Gamers channel. And, like, it's another, it's, like, quartering light where, like, anything that happens, it's, like, the Wahman or this shit's gone woke or crap like that. Like, he had, like, some stupid-ass meltdown about Andor because, like, they're, like, oh, they threw tribal people in here. So, it's obviously going woke and trying to make, you know, have white guilt. And it's, like, that, obviously, if you watch two seconds of it, that was not what it is at all. Okay, so let me ask you. Okay, number one, I know the name, the quartering. Isn't he liberal? <laughs> I, I no, no, I really don't. I no. thought I've seen one video from no, him. No, he like, a he's a right wing grifter to the core. Oh, okay, okay. But in a weird way, this will probably get me in trouble. I kind of respect his grift though, because he goes so deep into it. Like he's very he's very cringe and like. But at this point, I don't know what his takes are actually honest and what he just knows will work. Well, like he's made isn't four thousand of it. True. He's made like four thousand videos on like Brie Larson during like the whole Captain Marvel thing, and like he like had a ton of traffic because of that. But like it's kind of funny because like he grips to the right wing, and he like released like a coffee brand under his like thing that's made from a left wing company, <laughs> and like people didn't know that for the first couple months. I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. He might know what he's doing okay. this entire time, and just be a pure grifter. So. All right, so this guy was like the quartering. So the person answering to them were basically they were trying to placate to that person that is basically right wing. So so he thought by saying yeah, that to he the, would to, feed to, in to, to the extreme nerdy right who hates like all women and everything's woke and okay. all that crap. So I think he's just trying to like troll that mindset. That's why I think that that's what I that's what I immediately said. Oh, that's what the tweet is. So here's my question to you. And then everyone speaking of. Gaming's woke. The two things I saw that could be in that category where I saw reactions and people we follow who were reacting to it. One, the shit with Peach with pants, which I was like, and you said she was leading an army. Like they're like Peach oh, with pants. In oh the, yeah, yeah, in the, in the movie, yeah. So I was like, okay, does anyone really care about this shit? And also, everyone's like, oh, what Peach has always been a damsel in distress. It's like yeah, there's two things to that. One, aren't you glad? She's not the damsel in distress now after all these years. And two, did you ever did you ever buy that or was she getting Bowser dick? 
Look, uh, I did. How many times can you get captured? That's all I'm saying. Look, as we all know, Brian is Mario. I mean, Brian, as we all know, white girls fuck dogs. But <laughs> in the Mario universe, I don't but, see no dogs, Jim. But they do have dinosaurs. Here's what I'm asking: physical, take out money, comedy. Physically, what's the number one thing girls tend to care about? And it's not. It, don't go sexual. You're, you're, you're asking physical don't, here, so I'm not really. Don't the, go sexual. No, no, physical. No one's ever liked me for my physicality, so. No, no. But here, it's an honest question. Physically, girl, what's one of the first things they're attracted to with a guy? Height. There you go. Ah. How much bigger is Bowser than Mario? Oh, he's a lot taller. Mario is a manlet. Would you say Mario's in great shape? Mm, not particularly. A little, a little rotund. What do you think of Brooklyn? plumber pulls in versus a king of multiple kingdoms I, i'm just asking questions here <laughs> it's all i'm doing i'm just saying there might be a difference of like you know you know 40 to 50k a year versus you know in a kingdom so was she captured or did she go on a few dinners that's all i'm asking did she make the best of a situation? <laughs> Did she make the best? So there was that wokeness of, like, I saw people freaking out about her with pants, which I was like, that's fucking stupid to care about. Because in that same trailer, she is wearing the dress. Why people care about what video game characters are wearing. Like, the shit with Jill and her. Remember with Resident Evil 3, the remake? Yeah. Where it's like, she's wearing skorts or, what the fuck is it? Squirts, right? It, it wasn't. It wasn't like the full on like skirt she had in the original. It was like three. shorts. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> there's that, and then there was the shit which I'm shocked you didn't put on here, the reaction to Last of Us trailer for HBO. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. No, but there was more. Like more has been revealed before it comes out. So in the trailer. Uh, oh, I didn't watch a new trailer. What the fuck's his name? Pedro Pas. Pedro Pascal, whatever is, is that uh, his name? Yeah. So he's playing the main dude. His daughter in the movie, in the game, is... Uh, Ellie, whatever her name is no, in no, real life. No, no, Ellie's not his daughter. That's oh, just, his actual daughter. His his daughter is Sarah, which is like a little blonde-haired girl. And and in the reveal, it was... Arian, Kanye, no, bad. Deserved it. In the reveal, it's... Uh, I guess she's mixed or African, but the response was fucking insane and you got both from both sides like thank god we get representation and then how dare they change a character why here's the deal i said i i fucking hated the resident evil show because they just threw the entire canon of any story or anything out the window i didn't care who was cast the best part was wesker i didn't care about that show because it was just a boring goddamn show the casting is where I always go, why do you care that much? But it, it, it I, I don't know. Like, the reaction. Right, wins and losses. Politics, wins and losses. I don't know. I don't get that shit. You're the internet guy. I thought you might have saw more of it. You know, I actually somehow I didn't realize that there was a new trailer out. Yeah. I guess because I don't care because I have no connection to Last of Us. So. And you don't, you don't even have HBO, do you? Actually, I have it. Actually, I think I do have it from uh from my sister in law. Yeah. Did you hear a cracking down on Netflix and all the the code sharing shit? Oh, I know, Brian. (laughs) Look, I've been paying for Netflix and never using it for fucking twelve years. All right. (laughs) Everyone else has been using it, but except for me, who's been paying for it. 
Jim. And I got to keep it right now because God forbid I take Pokemon away from my daughter at this point. So that ain't happening. Yeah. The the, the idea of the, the wokeness versus the anti-wokeness. Just like, dude, stop getting on these fucking sides. Just let people bitch about what they want to bitch about. If you want to enjoy it, enjoy it. If you don't, don't. That, just, just can these nerds just buy a hooker? Like, just fucking get that nut off. You won't care anymore. It's not always about a nut, Jim. Yes, it is. This is coming from me. This is coming from me. This is coming from me. This is coming from I'm me. I'm saying it's not always about that. Right. Jim. I could have easily <laughs> been one of these fucking people. Very easily. All right? But if you get a consistent nut, if you get a consistent nut, you don't fucking care. Get the consistent nut. I don't care how you get it. There is more pride in paying for it than there is in being these online people. Is it that or is it you're finally heard? That's my question. If you get your nut off, you don't care about being heard. All right. This is true. Is this why you're tweeting so much? Bri, if you think this tweeting's bad, you should see it if I wasn't married, all right? (laughs) God. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. Jim, what would your future be like if you, right now, same age... My fucking bitch wife always says (laughs) that I'd be fucking living with my parents still. I love my wife to death, but she knows she's a bitch. And she always says to me all the time, well, if it wasn't for me, you'd be sober with your parents. I'm like, I'm goddamn 36. I would be... Is there a part of that that could... No! (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's think about this, Jim. No, let's not. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, in your mind, you're saving money for the bit. <laughs> let's put it this way. I'd be saving enough money without her. You wouldn't go to an apartment. You'd be saving for a house. Right. But, you know, hey, times are tough. How I already long, have it by now. How long would you be saving for a house? For I already you? have it by now. I'd already be done. <laughs> done and done. And it would be within a stone's throw of my job. I'd be able to walk there probably. Ah. <sighs> You might, you know, I'm just saying. Don't I, you I, I'm not, fucking I'm not fully dare. agreeing with her. I'm just saying, you know you'd still be a New Balance. You wouldn't have your fancy Nikes. I have New Balance now anyway. It doesn't matter. New Balance is still there. I loved when you went through that phase of the fancy Nikes for a while. I'm like, he's never cared about a shoe in his life. I didn't buy them. In a way, you did. Yes. You paid other yes. ways. At the end of the day, I did buy you them. You basically paid for Correct. I did buy them. You're correct. I mean, listen, I, as much as I love the drip you have on right now. Obviously. Drinkabeerpoygame.com slash shop. I still want to see your ask me about it. I've been there shirt. Only one's left and I don't really fit into it anymore. Even better. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> but I can't let the tits be a flying on here. That's got to be the only fans. All right. <laughs> oh. That'd be the worst OnlyFans in the world. It'd just be me wearing two tight shirts. Uh, the alternate universe of us not married would be very interesting. It'd be very interesting, Jim. At least now, who we married? Yeah. You'd probably be married by now. Me, Jory's out. Or I'd be just a complete whore. It would be one or the other. Or that. It, I mean, I, I accept <laughs> my be, fate. I'd be just as broke and just spending it in massage I, parlors. Yeah, I, it would be, yeah. It'd be fascinating. But at the end of the day, Jim, I think the important thing is, the Mario movie's going to be good. 
Damn right. <laughs> what a tangent. <laughs> so, Jim, how is, uh, how's the Mad Elf treating you? Well, Brian, considering I just said my bitch wife very loudly, I would say it's probably going very well. <laughs> Don't you... It's not getting cut. Don't you guys hear? Oh, I know it's not getting cut. And, and she knows. She's she not, knows how she, I feel about she, that statement. She's not listening to this late. And speaking of being drunk and saying things, um, we said it last time. So, yeah, we are planning on going to MAGFest. MAGFest, yeah. So, yeah. If Actually, got- our buddy, No Good Goody, he was like, what, what uh, conventions are you guys definitely going to? So, the definites will be Super MAGFest and will be too many games. After that, we'll depend on finances. We might try to do something later in 2022 as well, or 2023, I should say. I think the only other one that's even kind of close to us is PAX. Yeah, PAX. That's the one that's in like Connecticut or some yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we're never, for a long time, we're never going to West Coast. So, yeah, these are local enough. MAGFest. <laughs> and to- we ain't big, so no one's going to pay us together yeah. either. So, with that. We hope to hear from you guys. So once again, if you are going to MAGFest, let us know. We'd love to share a beer with you, drink with you, or just see you out on the floor because it'll be our first time there. Can't guarantee our state at the time you may see us. Can we not drink 10 beers before we go to the floor? I mean, what's the point of going then? Staying up past 8 o'clock for me. maybe if you wake up, I mean, shit. I am old and fat. I have no reserves. You know what? This may be a time I get drunk to blackout point. Good. I'm leaving your ass somewhere. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Actually, I know I can't do that because I'll be like, Jim, you're going to be the one that's a little responsible. Okay. <laughs> and then I end up in fucking Jim, Connecticut. Jim, for the love of God, watch after me. Yeah, I will. Next thing you know, Brian's fisted. Yeah. Fuck. <sighs> so with that, Chambers, how many Mad Elfs you had this year? This Is year? This is the first ones you've had? Oh no! Uh, I mean, I had the couple, the Grand Cruise, the and, Grand Crew, yeah. And then this is like uh, I've had like two before this, I think. So I had a few sips of the last stream, but I had to stop running the ER last week. But oh man, I love these beers. Yeah, the, I, I hit a, I hit a Mad Elf in the uh, after show with uh, the girls last week. So. Okay, so yeah, so with that, everyone, we want to say thank you so much for staying tuned. If you haven't already, hit subscribe. Please do that. Hit the notification bell so you can see all of our new videos coming up. If you really enjoyed the last half hour of this episode and think we should be this uh, in this state for the entire thing, let us know. Yeah. It could be a direction we go in. Absolutely. And if you're listening, if you ever want to give us a comment, leave us a five-star rating, whether it's Spotify or iTunes. Hit subscribe. That would really help us. But if you leave us a five-star Even if you're bashing the shit out of us, we will read it on this Power Hour podcast. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. Cheers. Cheers, all.